the Jungle Roar podcast on location on the Kettering Health Practice Fields outside, not Paul Brown Stadium anymore, James. It is Paycor Stadium, or as some are already calling it, Pay Joe Stadium here in uh, Cincinnati, where the Bengals completed their final training camp practice before their preseason opener this Friday against the Arizona Cardinals. Mike Petralia alongside the one and only James Rapine of allbengals.com and Locked On Bengals. A great podcast, if I might add. Look at you. You're you like so that? nice. You're just so nice. Thank you, Trags. I'm in a great mood because finally we have a preseason game to talk about. Zach Taylor here on Wednesday afternoon uh, telling us pretty much who would play and who won't. Most of the regulars will not play in this game couple of notable players will let's start because we got a lot of highlights to get to here on wednesday jackson carmen will play i think it's a big moment for jackson carmen to against live competition live bullets to start proving himself at left guard show that you've improved show that you know you've slimmed down like you have show that all that work that you put in is going to pay off and that's why he's playing even though the other starters aren't because he's not a starter yet he's got to earn it and i think that's exactly what the Bengals should do. They're treating this the right way. We're at camp every day. They don't hit the way they used to. It's really hard to tell if Jackson Carmen has taken a step or not. We're going to really start to see it on Friday night. And, you know, hopefully he has 10 reps. They're great. And they say, all right, we've seen enough, you know. But I, I actually, I think there'll be more than that. I think he'll be in maybe the entire first half. Would not shock me if they give him all the reps that Brandon Allen gets since Brandon Allen's playing the entire first half. Correct, and, and Jake Browning will play pretty much the second half, what Zach Taylor said here on Wednesday. I'll tell you what I'm looking for from Jackson Carmen. As much as him trying to win the job physically, it's mentally. And is he executing? Is he not jumping off or false starting every other snap, every third snap? Is he doing the little things mentally? Sure. I'll look for that as much as I will the physical. Well, no doubt about it, because physically they know he's strong and powerful and quick and athletic and all those things. You want to see the mental side go along with the physical side and then be consistent. And he wasn't consistent last year. I mean, let's be honest. He was underwhelming as a rookie. We knew that. He was underwhelming in training camp. I don't get that sense this year at camp. I, I think he's been solid. So will that translate to real games? We'll see on Friday night. That's probably the number one storyline when it comes to this offense, when it comes to really this team is left guard. Who wins that job? And Jackson Carmen certainly has the inside track. He's got to take advantage of it on Friday. Big news of the day here on Wednesday. Lael Collins, LC, he's back. And he's been cleared from NFI, which is technically speaking, we'll make a long story short here. Uh, he suffered a minor back issue at his home in Dallas away from the team. That's why it's strictly considered a non-football injury reserve list. He was taken off that here on Wednesday, cleared to practice. As you noted uh, to me off camera, uh, he's not going to be in full 11-on-11s right out of the gate. Zach Taylor saying earlier in the day that they're going to manage him closely. But it was great to hear Lyle Collins talk about how excited he is and how ready he believes he is mentally to join Ted Karras and Alex Kappa. There's just, there was no reason to risk it with him. And I think that's where they're at right now. And so they'll... Get him in some individuals. He put the pads on for the first time today, and fans got to see that. You know, you and I both took videos of it. And that part's exciting. But as we record this, the regular season starts a month and a day. Right. So you got time to ease him into 11-on-11s. You don't have to throw him in right now. Take your time. Starters weren't playing anyways. So 
yeah, I think he's certainly excited, but I think this coaching staff and medical staff deserve credit because they're not risking it with a guy like Lyle Collins, who, let's be honest, if he was on the team last year, they may have a different ring on their finger right now. Like, that's how important he is. And so they're, they're playing it safe with 71, and that's exactly what they should do. And I, I don't really have any doubt in my mind that he's going to be ready to go week one. Well, and to your point, it's a ripple effect. I mean, no, the pressure that got to um, Joe Burrow from Aaron Donald didn't come from uh, LC's side, but the ripple effect is maybe somebody else is playing a more comfortable position. Maybe blocking assignments are different. That's why it's such a big deal for the Bengals to have three veterans new to the offensive line. Deontay Smith, I, you asked the question of Zach Taylor uh, here on Wednesday. He is getting better but he's still day-to-day. He was not practicing here on Wednesday. He will not play on Friday, but you get the sense that maybe maybe a week, two weeks, he'll be back. You really want to see him, you know, because he's a young guy, second year. He needs those reps too, and not having him on Friday, that's a bummer. It really is, and he tweaked that back last week, and he dealt with injuries last preseason too that really kind of derailed that rookie year. So hopefully he can uh, bounce back and playing preseason games two and three because while he might not start right away, right. he's an important depth piece, and they need to figure out the swing tackle spot. Will it be Isaiah Prince? Will it be Deontay Smith? If Smith isn't out there, then obviously that question becomes much, much easier to answer. We are not breaking news here. Jamar, uh, Jamar Smith. Jamar Chase is pretty good at what he does. Wow. Yeah. Really good at what he does. Cool. So I go as far as saying he's freakish in his athletic ability. And why do we bring that up? Here on Wednesday, he made not one, not two, but three pretty sensational grabs. One uh, near the sideline right in front of us with one hand uh, in front of, yes, that's a very good impersonation. I mean, was it, are you, uh, was it the left hand? I have to go back and watch the video because here on the Jungle Roar podcast, we strive for perfection. We strive for perfect accuracy in our reporting. You can go to Trags, at Trags on Twitter, and um, get that. And you can also go to at James Rapine as well, because I'm sure you had the video as well. But the point of the matter is, Jamar Chase looks game ready. He looks regular season ready. His focus, his determination, his concentration on the field has been nothing short to me of sensational. You said Paige O Stadium. It's Paige Amar Stadium today. That's what it was today, Trags. Um, And that's what it's been throughout camp. Look, last year to this year, and I get it, 1,455 yards, 13 touchdowns, really, really good in the postseason, all that stuff. But it's night and day difference from a consistency standpoint. Last year's camp versus this year's camp. Every day it's, oh, oh, Jamar. He made that play? Oh, my God. I mean, the deep ball today was an awful throw by Brandon Allen. He was waiting all day long on it. It hung up. It, it, oh, it, it hung up in the closet, and it was there for a few minutes. The door was shut, and Jamar opened it and still was able to grab it um, against Chidobe Awuzie, I, I might add. So the Bengals' number one corner, who's really good and knows how to guard Jamar at a high level, Jamar's been sensational, and he's been consistent day in and day out. And that's the thing that separates the, the great from, like, the Hall of Fame. <laughs> and, and, and he's playing like that type of guy. I mean – I've seen AJ Green. I've seen Chat. Like he's on that level, and then some because he's doing it. By the way, without his quarterback, he's doing it with Brandon Allen right now. Also, I uh, want to point out uh, a great uh, catch made over the middle by Kwame Lasseter, and it was a crossing pattern. 
Did you notice what happened at the end of the play with oh. Eli Apple? Yeah. Eli got a little little frustrated, shoved Lassiter out of bounds, and they were not doing that. Lassiter went to the ground. Eli was frustrated there for sure, which you know what that means? That Kwame has game. Because you don't get frustrated if you don't think this guy has any beats you. It's like, oh, whatever. Man, he's got game. And, and so that's a guy on Friday night I'm going to be paying a lot of attention to. Number 18, the new number 18. For the Bengals at wide receiver going up against the old 18, A.J. Green will be in town too. So it should be interesting. What about Joe Burrow? I mean, we've been obsessing about him, and rightfully so. He is the franchise quarterback. Yeah. He was out here at practice again mm-hmm. uh, in his shorts, not in a cart watching practice, but standing behind uh, the, the scrimmage, the 11-on-11s, yeah. with the coaching staff, with his teammates. Wh- what's your feeling right now on Joe Burrow? Well, he looked relaxed today. He had a backwards hat, sunglasses. It looked like me on vacation. I mean, so no, I think Joe, I think Joe is uh, is progressing nicely. I think we might see him throw next week. Wouldn't be shocked at all. I, I really do. I now again throwing out at practice versus taking part in any team drills, taking right. part in any seven on sevens, completely different. But I, I think he's progressing nicely. Like I said, thirty one days before uh, the regular season opener, I would say about two weeks out. He needs to start doing some some team drills and team stuff. So I, I think it's going to be right towards the end of the preseason. We'll see him throw. I don't think we'll see him in the preseason though, playing actual games. I agree. I don't think it would. I, it would almost borderline shock me, James, sure. if if we saw him take a preseason game snap. Maybe he pushes to get in against the Rams. But again, certainly you're not going to expose. Joe Burrow, your franchise quarterback, against any live contact against the Rams, Aaron Donald. Well, and who knows if Donald's playing in that game. But here's what I would say is that week, if he's good to go to play in the game, why not just let him air it out here at practice, in the joint practices? You know, I mean, I mean, you, you do that, and then the game itself, figure out the rest of these position battles, because there will be some. Kwame Lasseter is still going to have to prove it a few weeks from now. Some of these guys are, are going to have to battle for those roster spots. So don't anticipate seeing Joe Burrow, but... He can get a lot of good work in, and it, it coincides our, our thoughts on Burrow with what Zach Taylor said about Lyle Collins. He doesn't need to see him in right. the game, right. in preseason games. He wants to get him, him to get practice reps. I think that'll be the approach with Burrow as well. So what we heard here on Wednesday from Zach a couple of times is the word manage. Yeah. You're going to manage Lyle Collins. They're certainly going to manage Joe Burrow. They're not going to push him. They come back at their own pace. And I also think that the same will be said for one Jesse Bates when he eventually signs his contract tender. That storyline, James, because probably because of what's been happening with Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. not a lot of talk about it here in camp. No, not. And I think it's because everyone in the, the stadium behind me, Pedro slash Jamar Stadium, they, uh, they think that Jesse's going to get back and come back because Bates is getting paid this year if he shows up. $12.91 million isn't chump change. It's right. double what he made. Uh, you know, in his first four years. And so I think they expect him to come back. And I think he will come back because what, who does it help sitting out? It doesn't help Jesse. It doesn't help the team. It doesn't help him get paid, you know, long-term and get a long-term deal. You know what helps him do that? Helping the Bengals win a Super Bowl. Helping the Bengals win the division again. Helping the Bengals win the AFC again. And so I expect him to be here probably September 3rd, September 4th in that range after Labor Day. But, you know, we'll see. Talked to somebody in the Bengals locker room, a teammate of Jesse's, 
And he, I said to him, what I find about all of this is how the team has handled it, how the teammates have handled it, and that is when he's ready to come back, he will be welcomed with open arms. This is not a Le'Veon Bell situation. This is a situation where everyone, both team, staff, uh, you know, executives up in the front office, they all understand this is business, and the business is going to take care of itself. Yeah, and it is. And I think it's a mature locker room. It's a, a locker room that supports one another. And so they understand that Bates, if he needs to hold out, hold out. They want to see him get paid. They also know a lot of these guys left the teams they were on to come here. So who are they to say, oh, well, Jesse, you can't. That's just how it is. It's life in the NFL. So who knows? I think the door still cracked on the idea of Bates being here long term. I think it's going to be hard to pull off. But first things first, the 2022 campaign, I expect Bates to be out there week one. AllBengals.com, what you got working? Anything uh, big coming up next couple of days leading up to the preseason opener? Oh, yeah, we'll have things to watch for. We'll have an offensive line preview. I know it's a hot-button topic. Uh, a ton of different things like that, and obviously takeaways from the game, videos, podcasts, all that stuff. So it's going to be uh, it's gonna be busy for the foreseeable future, Trags, and I, I love it. I love being busy, especially covering the Bengals. Don't we both? No one covers the Bengals better than one James Rapine. AllBengals.com, Locked On Podcast, Locked On Bengals, the only daily podcast devoted exclusively, he said, to your Cincinnati Bengals. Outside, Paycor Stadium, here on the Kettering Health practice fields, he's James Rapine. I'm Mike Petralia. Thanks for downloading and watching this episode of the Jungle Roar Podcast.